Imagine husband and wife brought each other to court swearing in the very court that they love one another. But the only problem is they can't stand one another. The woman exclaims, I just can't live with him, but I still love him. The man in his deep voice says, This woman is a good woman. I really do love her. But she's made it difficult for me to live with her. As the judge, you'd obviously wonder, say, if you still love one another, then why can't you be with one another? Why can't you stay in the same house? Why can't you continue to work out this relationship so that it works out? But at the back of your mind, you'd also be wondering at a personal level, why won't these people just be together if they already love one another? But the reality of the conversation is that people don't stay together just because they love one another. There are millions and billions of people that have divorced not because they stopped loving each other, but because they couldn't live together. And the function of living together is the power and the pathos of relationships and marriages. Now, here's the reality. Perfection is different. And it's a matter of association. You can never really be perfect by you being an individual as a perfect individual. Because perfection is relational. I cannot simply claim I am perfect. There must be a point of reference with that perfection. If I say I am a perfect partner to you, it might be true. But it might not be true as well as to the next person if I claim that I'm a perfect partner to the next person. Because what makes us perfect is a continuous relationship and associating with that particular person that we claim we are perfect for or with. Now, having the privilege to talk to a lot of people on relationships and marriages, I've gotten to realize that People fail to live with one another because they just can't change. Well, but don't people change? People really do change. But people don't change for everyone. Here's what is true for the men. If a man doesn't change to get you, he will probably not change to keep you. But the reality is also true for a number of ladies who say, it's either you take me as I am or you leave me. And in saying so, most of them think that they're trying to reveal of their strong and independent spirit, not knowing that they're actually drawing the boundaries and pushing away even what would be the right man for them. In my book, To My Future Wife, 
I actually shared the reality that there's no such a thing as Mr. or Miss Right. Because you can never just be meant for one person. Because if it is true that you are meant for one person, it means that when a single person dies, then the person that was meant for them or the person that they were meant for will never marry. But you see, the person that we are meant for is the person who is willing to change for us and the person we are willing to change for. And that is where the difference of perfection lies. There are certain habits that you stop for the sake of your partner. And there are certain habits you develop for the sake of your partner. Let me take this in this particular, particular way. If you are a Christian and you believe in God, you have probably come across this line or you've heard this, that the Bible says, be holy for I am holy. And when you understand the depth of that statement, it actually draws you to the reality that you are not, you are not trying to be holy for your own sake. No, you are being holy for the relationship and the association with the one that calls you to be holy. You may not like to be holy, but for the sake of the association with the one that is calling you, you work out the holiness. You may not want to do right. You may not want to stop the sins that you do right now. But when you subscribe to God and he calls you and he tells you, I don't like this, you change and you stop doing them because the one that you are relating with tells you that he doesn't like it. Today, there's a lot of arrogance in independence. There's nothing wrong about being independent. And I'll explain this, that there's a way you can still be unique without changing, without losing yourself for the other person. And this is what I will explain as we go along through the conversation. So you see, you desire this person. You want to live with this person. But the problem is that there are certain things that you've told yourself, I can never change for any person. And you'd wonder why your relationships fail. Because you've vowed that you would never change for any person. Look, we are all bound to change for someone. Because when you are living alone, you are perfect for you. But if you are going to engage in a relationship with someone, there are definitely certain things that you will have to change about yourself to suit the association. That's why the Bible says, He that walks with the wise shall be wise, but the companion of fools shall perish. In extension, what that means is that if you keep associating yourself with the right people, even when you did not want to be right, you will be compelled to be right. And the opposite is true. If you continue to associate yourself with the wrong people, even if you did not want to be wrong, over a long period of time, you will also be compelled to be wrong. And that goes with the relationship and even marriage. Don't be too arrogant because change is bound to happen. And my mentor likes to tell me that there's nothing as uncomfortable and as painful as change. And because it's painful and because it's uncomfortable, many people don't like to do it. They would rather stay who they are and what they have been all along without realizing that when you associate yourself with someone, when you are relating with someone, certain things about you definitely have to change. It's a reality that we don't want to talk about. But the depth of this reality is responsible for keeping some marriages that have stayed longer 
together simply because someone is willing to learn the partner's interests someone is willing to learn the other partner's love and and and, and what they would want to do and vice versa and remember this is not just about a lady learning a man's interest or a, a, a man learning a lady's interest it's about both it's a relationship by the way you both learn each other's interest and you unify the change so that it makes it possible for both of you to live together of course there are certain tendencies that are retrogressive that you you are not willing to change for the other person you can't change to be a thief just to please the other person you can't change to be to be a bad person just to please the other person but the the underlying statement is that there are certain tendencies that we know to say this is what i like to do and i cannot change it for anyone else let me change let, 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 let me say it in this way the planet of the conversation is that when you sit and you're discussing and you're looking at the future sometimes we don't change because we are selfish we are thinking of this is what i like this is me and it's either you take me or you leave me look even god when he takes you he will not leave you as you are he will definitely change you if you're a christian again you probably have heard this that even as we continue to read as we continue to study the word of god we become changed into the image that we see why do we become changed it's because the one that calls us desires and commands that we change so look character is very important elements like honesty faithfulness truthfulness generosity those elements are very important you cannot change those but elements like me i like to go out so if you don't like me going out then leave me alone those tendencies those elements will leave you with no one and will leave you blaming love love has got nothing to do with people living together really because even those that divorce with tears in their eyes they'll confess that they still love the partner but they just can't live together so if you want to learn to live together with people learn to change things that you know you only do them because you are selfish remember what i said character is prime it's supreme if i may say you cannot change your generosity because of the other person is greedy no but at least you can change your language because you know your partner doesn't like it you know you can change your core about what how you view family how you view finance because your other partner doesn't like it and that is how love should be measured love should not be measured on what we say it's it should it should be measured on what we are willing to do for the sake of our partner remember the fundamentals we can't change the fundamentals the what what really what really builds up life we cannot change those things patience long suffering honesty good virtues those we cannot change but i'm talking about those things that you know they are not good and you still want to insist to keep doing them because you are saying he found me doing these things she found me doing these things you are damaging the world it's painful to change i know it's not comfortable to change i know but if you are to build your relationship if you are to build your marriage you must be willing to change to make living together easy and possible 
So make a resolve today. Look at some of those elements that your partner is complaining to you about. And you know they have got nothing to do with character. They have got nothing to do with honesty. They have got nothing to do with virtue. And make a resolve to change them. Because we kill ourselves by deciding not to change. Remember, perfection is different. And it's a matter of association. If you really want to live with the person, if you really love the person as you profess that you do, are you willing to change for them? And changing, not demeaning yourself, but changing to make living together possible. And that's where choosing becomes very relevant here. You ultimately associate yourself with the person that you choose to be with. So take this and do something about it. It's either you decide to stay with the person and staying will mean that you change certain aspects about you to accommodate the other person. And also the other person has to do the same. You will have to compromise both of you. He has to compromise. You have to compromise and meet each other at a center where you are able to live with one another. Otherwise, no matter how much you love one another, you may never live together if you still decide never to change anything about yourself and that he should take you the way you are and that you should take him the way he is. Love is about change. Love is about doing those uncomfortable things that will aid the living together. Look, I once said at a meeting to say, we only sin the sins that we love. In as much as we say, I don't like to do this, when we search deep within ourselves, we would actually find out that the sins that we commit are those things that we love. But then, if you're a Christian again, you come to God, you and then he tells you, stop doing this because not only that it's not good for you, but also that I don't like it as a God that is calling you. And because you love God, you stop doing the thing that you like. And that's why God says, if you love me, don't tell me that you love me back, but follow my commands. And following the commands means changing certain things about you, the things that you like. And there lies the power of love. Love is not in words. Love is in what you are willing to change for the other person. My grandfather's name is Monga and my name is Ollie.